Visiting with our Shab of the Week, it's junior wide receiver Mason Mangum. Mason, I always have to ask, what does it feel like to be in this, your second season, and to be one of the leading receivers, but what does it feel like also to be on a team that beat Lake Travis in back-to-back years? It's definitely a big sense of pride beating Lake Travis because I've always grown up a few minutes away, so I know all those kids. They always used to like give me crap for losing and um, the streak and all that, so it's feels really good to be on the teams that are the ones that won. You know, I start thinking about it as you say that. Your whole childhood, pretty much, for that nine-year run, your team didn't win. You know, we miss that generation-wise sometimes because we're paying attention to the teams that are playing, but now your team's kind of turned the tide a little bit, so that has to feel pretty exciting. A game like that this year wasn't as big of a deal as it has been in years past. I saw Doak last week. I saw a couple other guys walking around. There just was a different feeling coming off the win last year and going into the game this year. Did you feel that? Did you experience that? I definitely felt that. I think we're more confident in ourselves that we could win before, I think, it was like like Travis they beat us 10 years in a row they're this big like unbeatable team but I think this year after winning I think we kind of realized that they're just like us like they can be beaten uh they're normal people the Superman quality kind of diminished a little bit and I think that's what coach Dodge is always talking about that's why the goal board is so important because it basically takes the opponent out of it and it puts the effort the plan to win I call it kind of an algorithm or metrics to winning how big is the goal board from a wide receiver's perspective with or without the ball and how does that help the goal board? The goal board is, it's always good to have something like every play, every drive. It's good to have something to like go for. So like just after a, a turnover or after halftime to score, like that's our goal. So it's, it's good to stay in the moment, keep yourself, keep your mind, not heading off in like the whole game, just keep it in that moment. So I think that's good for that. You know, Mason, one of the things that we always talk about is the ability to be versatile and not only from an athletic standpoint or a football standpoint, but also while you're playing football to realize that just because you didn't catch a pass or just because you didn't catch a touchdown means that you were not productive in a football game and I think that's one of the themes that coach Dodge always likes to talk about is you know the media the fans they'll pay attention who threw the touchdown pass who ran for the touchdown pass who caught the touchdown pass but there was a whole lot going on to make that play happen on Friday night you might not have been as impactful as you had been in games previous but there were things going on with your wide receiver core that made those plays possible give us some insight about what your job is when the ball is not coming to you on run plays it's always our job to block so either usually the corners or the safeties we usually have them so it's it's important for that because they often come down and run support and if there's not that second level if we have them covered up it's good for trip because he can break away he's able to make big plays so like if he gets through the front line we got to do our job and get the second line blocked so he can go make big plays on pass plays it's important you got to run your route as fast as you can full speed and as best as you can as if you're expecting the ball because even if you know you're not going to get the ball you got to bring the other defenders off to open up one of your teammates one of the best things that i see happen in pregame is something that i think a lot of people describe a different way we've talked to coach rogers we've talked to coach dodge some of the other receivers or offensive players about routes on air it's becoming very apparent to me that routes on air is almost like if there was a most valuable warm-up technique it's routes on air can you explain it how big of an impact that has made on you as a wide receiver routes on air is it's really important to me because like in practice I'm just working on my steps or my timing my routes so I'm trying to make the best routes I can on air and so that translates to the game because I'm going as fast as I can or I'm, I have my steps down and then 
the timing is really important too because Taylor knows how I'm running my route and how Penny runs his routes now Jackson and Jackson Rhett how they all run their routes we're not all the same we run them different but with that practice we're able to get it in the game I think it's important because it sets the tone for us if we do really good in our warm-ups and our routes versus air we're confident in the game that we're going to catch it or that we're going to run a good route over the course of my time here and the uh, shelf life of a Shap of the Week interview that's been going on for a very long time we've talked to a number of players who have siblings either on the team with them. We've had our share of twins, and we've also had our share of little brothers that have come through the Westlake program. Max Mangum, obviously a, a very celebrated defensive player, obviously had some opportunities at the next level. One of the things that I'm always interested in asking the little brothers, big brothers are a tough call sometimes. You're best friends, but you can also be your biggest rival. In your situation with your brother, how was that household? Because he is you know, obviously a little bit older than you. I know that that competition factor was, was there in the house talk about it from your perspective max is he's definitely a role model role model for me so i really look up to him and he's not so much competitive with me because he he's really supportive he always wants me to be better than him and he always says that i mean i don't know if it's true but he'll always say that i'm i'm the best athlete in the family and he'll always say things like that and he'll tell me like i'm better than him and all this stuff because he wants me to be better and he wants me to follow his path and see what he's done and then be able to use that to boost myself you know that's that's how he's being competitive with you right you know that that's that's how he's doing it i'm just saying from a big brother to to another i would always drive my little sister to say hey you know what you are better than you think you are and the reason is is sometimes we see it in off chances you know you'll see it my sister she she belted out a line from an opera one time and i said you should sing this is what you should do that talent is there you should do it it was pestering in that in that older brother way just to clarify mason he's pestering you to be better it's done in a positive way but you know i see him like our posts on on twitter and and he's constantly around even though he's so far away but that's really the role of a big brother is to be able to say hey i'm gonna annoy you until you believe me and and is that how it is for you yeah i think so he just uh yeah i think that's pretty true part of the drive and determination i know comes from also having a a mother and a father now there's buying in to the westlake community and then there is mark and april mangum having supportive parents can get annoying sometimes but i know that it's different with you and your family to have constant I mean, constant support for all Westlake student athletes. What does that feel like at home? It's definitely a good way for me to, like, I just feel supported always. So that's really nice because I always know that I have my dad and my mom on my side. That's nice to feel. It's just nice to feel that support and that love there because I know even if I don't do my best or they'll be there supporting me, but that doesn't mean that they don't want to push me and they do push me to be my best, which is also, I need that. And it's fun because they get to support you across multiple sports and part of the unique take that I know you have is being a part of several programs on this campus because of your abilities and and how you choose to to live your high school life. The idea that you could go from football to Coach Lucero's basketball team to track and be able to participate at a high level in all three. What's that like going from program to program to program being a a three-sport athlete? I love it. Being able to play all three, it's good because I love all of them and so I don't have to choose between them. It's it's harder because I've got to keep up my basketball skills during football and keep my football skills during track and stretch during track so I can run hurdles and all that so it's kind of hectic but I really love it because I don't have to like give one up and that's the great part we know how track and football intermingle but you know we understand that if you're six foot eight and you're a wide receiver it's really easy to see how basketball plays in but being a guard and and having the ability to shoot or run point or or anything what football skills transfer to basketball and vice versa uh I feel like there's a lot there's so much that transfers having body control I feel like both of them 
them go hand in hand, being able to dribble the ball. Dribble moves help me with my moves in uh, football. My football, trying to like juke people or something that, that helps me with my footwork in basketball. So I feel like they're really related and the skills you need and develop in each like really benefit each other. So I feel like it's really good for me to play both because I'm developing both skills and I feel like they really benefit me when they're put together. What helps you in one helps you in the other. And if it helps, you're going to do it. The aha moments, I'm, I'm always interested because you have aha moments in basketball where you go, I can play. And you have aha moments in football. We've seen them in, in your sophomore season, your ability to get by people, to create space, to make some unbelievable athletic catches. And I think your aha moment in track is your performance at the state meet. I think you wowed even people People that knew that you were that gifted and you had that ability, but one of the fastest sophomores in the state of Texas. And I think everybody's looking at you like, who is Mason Mangum? What did that feel like, that aha moment where you where you knew, not only can I run, but I can run with some of the best in the state? Well, I think when my freshman year, when I was able to make it to regionals, I thought that was, at that point, I kind of realized like I'm pretty good at hurdles. But this year, when I went to regionals and I was running against the Gatorade track athlete of the year in the whole country, running against him and realizing that he was, obviously he beat me pretty bad, but not like that bad so I feel like the the difference there it really like boosted my confidence because I realized that I could be there one day in that position I think coach Dodge and, and the coaching staff really do a, a good job of saying visualize it before it happens you know that's why the video work is so important you know Doke was saying this last week is that it's almost like we were getting the answers to the test and that was kind of the the vibe know the answers to the test before the questions are even asked and if you're dealing with that kind of confidence the biggest star in the world as far as Texas track is concerned I'm a step behind him or a half a step behind him. That kind of puts it in perspective and gives you a visual of how successful you can be and something to work towards. Like the goal board, there's a metric system to it. Running behind him and running with him. He was only in the lane ahead of me and in the 300 hurdles. It's kind of a strategic race. You got to know when to run your fastest and when to pull it back a little bit so you don't get too tired. Having him there in front of me, I was able to watch how he ran it. It was good to see that because I can copy that, do it in practice and work my best to keep getting those meters and a couple meters more. Final thought. Mason Mangum, our Shap of the Week, being a Westlake legacy. Your dad played here, your brother played here, and now you have the opportunity to play here. How important is that to you to, to understand the history? What does that mean to you to be a Westlake guy? It means a lot. I mean, I grew up here. I grew up watching the games. I came to all the games every Friday, even before I was in kindergarten. I was here. I've always looked up to them, to the Westlake team. And now that I am on it, it's pride just to be on this team and to be in this community. And it's a big thing in the community as the team. So to be on the team is really, it's a big sense of pride for me. He's Mason Mangum, our Shop of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you.